Welcome back to A View from the Couch. My name is Rich. And I'm Jen. And today we are going to take a deep dive into the Meg 2, the trench. I see what you did there. Did you? Well, I wasn't. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was being pretty obvious with it. Let's be honest. Yeah, the Meg 2. So, okay, so I am not a Jason Statham fan at all. Like, by any stretch of the imagination, I find the guy annoying. I don't think he's a very good actor. I understand why he's in movies. He's a movie star, right? He's just not a good actor. And to me, he doesn't have the charm of another another movie star that doesn't have acting chops like The Rock, you know what I mean? Or Arnold Schwarzenegger. Not a good actor. Movie star, right? Uh-huh. This Jason Statham, he always struck me as kind of like the like the poor man Steven Seagal kind of a thing, right? Now, please don't come over to my house and beat the shit out of me. But that's how he that's how he always appears to me, you know? And I always and I never liked Steven Seagal. I never liked Chuck Norris. I didn't like those guys. They kind of like they're bad and they don't have any charisma, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I feel about Jason Statham. So when this when the first Meg came out, I was like, I don't know if I want to see that. But you made me go. I did. <laughs> I was like, I want to go see it. <laughs> yeah. So we went and we saw it and I loved it. I loved it. Statham finally found his groove with me anyway for me he found his groove and now to be fair i haven't seen him in any of the fast and furious movies or any of that stuff i've only seen him in other stuff like the expendables and i'm always kind of like cringe at him like oh boy this guy this movie he definitely or in in the original meg he found his footing with me as a as an audience member Mm -hmm. okay so now i loved the first meg movie what did you think of the first one i really liked it too i've probably seen it four times imminently rewatchable because it's just goofy as shit i know too, right? the movie itself doesn't make a whole lot of like if you're gonna <laughs> be like oh it does that wouldn't happen right okay you can't you can't do that with this movie it is just this is a monster movie right yeah exactly and if you if you if you just go with it mm-hmm. it's fine I I think so, too. And I really enjoyed the first one. There was good action. There Mm -hmm. was a little bit of comedy in there. I enjoyed it. I liked the actors. They had a good group of of actors with these characters. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. So when I saw they were coming out with a second one, I'm like, oh, cool. And then I watched the trailer and was like, this looks like shit. It looks terrible. <laughs> right, but remember the first movie. What I'm going to say, like, I don't know what it was about that first movie that just caused my brain to just be like, all right, just shut it off and just go for the ride, yep. right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is because sometimes I can do that and sometimes I'm like, fuck that. This is terrible and I hate it. Yeah. But, I just I just want to say that going into the theater, I really wanted to see this. But my expectations for it were very, very low. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. The uh, rightfully so, I would say. And yes, your your expectations were very low. You kept saying that it looked like garbage, <laughs> it did. and I kept saying, "Remember the first movie," you know. <laughs> so I think you pushed for the first movie, and I kind of pushed us to the second movie. Yep, yep. Which I think is really fucking interesting for somebody <laughs> that doesn't like Jason Statham as an actor. <laughs> So, yeah. Okay, so now uh, for full disclosure, we went and saw this in 3D. So we had mm-hmm. to leave our quiet little town in southern Minnesota and go to another quiet little town that has a better theater. <laughs> okay, so real quick, how long has 3D been around? Okay. Are we going to go into film school here or do you want the short answer? 
This is short, short answer. answer. Okay, so it's come and gone a couple of times. Uh, first time was in the 50s, the next time was in the 80s, and now it's just kind of started to come back. I think I think really Avatar, the original Avatar, paved the way for it to be what it is today. Okay. This lady sitting next to me at the theater <laughs> acted like she'd never, ever seen 3D before. She's and never this, heard of it. This movie wasn't even i don't think this was made in 3d i think it was no, converted later it was because the 3d while it's fine it's not like ooh, that's cool i feel like it didn't really add anything to this movie i think if we would have watched it in normal format it yeah. would have been the same i don't right. think i got anything extra out of watching this in 3d but this lady think- was like reaching out and ooh, that's so cool and like trying to grab things and stuff and i'm like what are you doing (laughs) she was very distracted i I, you know i insisted that we go and see it in 3d Mm -hmm. and i think the reason why is because i feel like 3d will work better especially the these post conversions works better when you have like uh, like space or like under the water Mm -hmm. to work with Something where you can show the depth of field and have it matter. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, and it, I, I, I do think that this is a decent post-conversion. It's not the best I've ever seen. There's a couple of cool things. Like when he kills one of the Megs at, towards the end of the movie, there's a uh, a bit with a propeller mm-hmm. that, that worked out, I think, really mm-hmm. well in 3D. But, but I think, you know, you're not losing anything by not seeing... This is not like the last Avatar movie where The Way of of Water, I think it was, um, that movie was incredible in 3D. That was really good. This, Mm -hmm. eh, all right. Yeah, well, Avatar was shot on 3D cameras. Save your money. Go watch it in normal format. Right, right, right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, don't spend the extra bucks if you don't need to, guys. It's, It's not worth it, I don't think. And I think that's a neat little feature that we should add in here. Like, when we go and see something in 3D, give people what we think of the 3D, you know? I think that's worth it, don't you? Yeah. Well, why don't you... I'll shut up, you give us the cast and crew, and then let's talk about it. All right, so this was directed by Ben Wheatley. It was written by John and Eric Hober. Now, are these people the same people from the original movie? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Interesting. I know, I did terrible research here. You did do terrible research. I'm going to gonna look a little bit while you're doing your thing. All right, and it was also written by Dean Gregorius. This stars Jason Statham as Jonas, Wu Jing as Zhu Ming. We have Sophia Kai as Mei Ying. Cliff Curtis comes back as Mac. Paige Kennedy is in here as DJ. He was kind of one of my favorite ones in the first one, too. Yeah. I, I, I like this guy. He upped his game in this movie, too. So yeah. I really appreciated that there's some character development there. <laughs> and we have Skylar Samuels as Jess. Obviously, there's other people in there, but that's kind of the main little group of people. So, yeah, yeah okay. there's uh, overwhelmingly evil character number one and overwhelmingly yeah. evil character number two. <laughs> red that, shirt number one, uh, red shirt number yeah, two. <laughs> yeah, like the guy, the Montez guy, who is big part of like the first half of the movie, and he he's like big bad evil villain guy number one, and it's like who cares? I don't know what his name is. Right, know. right. Right. Whatever. But, All yeah. right, let's talk about this movie. Let's talk about the movie. So, in the Cretaceous period, why are we talking about the Cretaceous period? I'll tell you why we're talking about the Cretaceous period. They just want to show us uh, that a Meg 
is the ultimate predator. So we get to see a T-Rex chase these little dino creatures that are trying to like these are the um, same creatures now that come back later right they do yeah, yeah they do okay. come back later they, they live in the trench now mm-hmm. after this but but yeah they like some dino thing that's running around trying to eat stuff and he chases uh the t-rex chases him into the ocean and a and a meg comes up and grabs the t-rex and that's the only reason that we're in the prehistoric era also that seems weird that a meg would like almost beach itself there's not enough that, room for the Meg to get, like, there would have to be a huge shelf drop-off there yeah, at that beach for that Meg right. to be able to get up right. to and jump out of. <laughs> yeah, uh, just just let it go. Gotta let it go. Gotta let it go. Okay, protect, yeah, that's right. Like, I wanted to say before we got too far into this, and I'm going to try my hardest not to do this, but you have to really suspend you know. a ton of disbelief for this movie. <laughs> and I think if you're able to do that, you'll enjoy it a little bit more because there's a lot of stuff that happens in here. That's just like, eh, that doesn't really make sense. <laughs> Dang, dangle that disbelief out the window. Like you're Michael Jackson, like hanging his kid out there. That's what you got to do to be able to get through this movie. So, so we get to, we get reintroduced to Jonas. Um, he is a domestic, like an eco-terrorist now, I guess he like goes and he like, he stops like, uh, or he, like, I guess he's not really stopping these. He didn't stop these guys, did he? He goes and he takes pictures of these dudes that are dumping toxic waste into the ocean. Yeah, what does he do with that? I don't Does know. he turn it into the Coast Guard I, or something? No, no he's turn, he actually turns it into the institute in China that he works for that Zhu Ming is the head of. And they are actually going after these guys. So, but so he's not actually doing anything. So you got this big badass guy, right? Who like is typically there to like punch shit, and he's not really doing that. Which I mean, fine, whatever. It did offer. It did give you a a cool like. You get to you get reintroduced to these two characters, three of these characters from the first movie, mm-hmm. and they're all now working for the Oceanographic Institute, which is instead of. Instead of researching the Megs, they're actually they're actually trying to stop like you know the poisoning of the oceans and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so, at that Oceanographic Institute in China, Zhu Ming is actually testing out an exosuit that is made for working underwater, and his niece Mei Ying is actually the now is the surrogate daughter of Jonas. Jonas right. adopted her after her so after her mom died. In the first movie. Right. She was in the first yeah. movie, or at least the character was. I don't know if is the actor the same actor from the first movie. Yeah, it's the same actress. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I I guess I wasn't paying attention. Like that actor, that character was like my least like concern in the first movie. I just wanted to see Jason Statham punch sharks. So So okay, so same same character, same actor. She let's see, so they we get treated to this suit test where they have a Megan captivity now apparently yeah how did they get this thing? I don't know I don't know but th- this is a this is a nod to Jaws 3 wait 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 they are going down in the trench at this point so maybe they because fu- they said they captured it as a calf they said calf right mm-hmm. they referred to it as calf yeah um 
So maybe when they were doing one of the scans, because you know they were scanning the different sections, right. maybe they found it then and maybe. brought it up. It's possible. It's possible. But doesn't really matter. Yeah. They have a they have a Meg in captivity. Now mm-hmm. Jaws 3, they have a great white in captivity. They make big mention in here that nobody's ever had a Meg in captivity. Yeah, duh, Megs didn't reappear until the first movie in this series. So mm-hmm. why would there be a Meg right. in captivity? We know, dude. We know. You don't have to tell us. But so this is a nod to Jaws 3 and in fact the shark's escape eventually is a nod to Jaws 3 as well. Like the, the there's so many different references to so many different Jaws movies in this movie. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm yeah, gonna, there's, I'm, there's some, yeah. yeah. I even noticed a couple yeah. of them. Yeah. It, it's, it's a lot of fun, actually. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was like, oh, that's cute. They're, oh, that's okay, Jaws. Okay, Jaws too. Cool. <laughs> so the, okay. So the test is basically he's going to, uh, he's just testing the depth ability of the thing, but then the Meg shows up, the Meg that's in captivity, and everybody's like, oh, no, look out. And he's like, no, no, no. I got this. I know this shark. I've had this shark since it was a baby. And he has this little clicker that does, like, the sonar thing, right? You do sonars it a couple of times, and the shark passes by and lets him live. Mm-hmm. So he's got a connection to the shark. Is this dude... I'm at, like, shades of... John Hammond, right? Like the hubris of the idea that he could make yeah. these suits that are going to make it that are make it so that he can walk around on the I'm not going to lie and I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I was thinking about billionaires in a sub imploding throughout most of this movie. When they were down in the trench, that came across my mind too because I'm like that's where I was saying <laughs> I was having a hard time shutting off the disbelief cuz it was so like <laughs> yeah. um I don't know about this. Well, we'll get to that. There's yeah. there's some there's some seriously weird stuff going on in this movie. Okay, so the next thing that goes on is that Jonah, uh, Jonah, <laughs> Jonah is a different character from a different story. So then we have Jonas and Juming and Mac and DJ and a couple other people. They're going to explore the Mariana Trench again. They've got they got another analyst with them named Jess, who's going to come into play later. And Mei Ying stows away, even though Jonas is like, no, 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 you've got to stay behind because you're not ready for going underwater and going into these subs and going down to the trench, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. You know she's stowing away. Oh, of course. I mean, as soon as <laughs> as soon as soon he says it, I'm like, well, of course she's going to stow away, right? right. That's yep. the thing, right? That's what you're going to do? So as they're diving, they realize that the captive Meg has escaped its captivity and it's now like schooling with a couple of other Megs. Turns out they're mating. Mm-hmm. They're mating. They're there. They're they're there for the spawning. Which means we're, we're going to have a Meg three. Meg babies. <laughs> you so, know, that's what that was. Yeah, I know. They're that's put, setting it up for the next they're one. Setting it up for the next one. So then, and we, okay. So they notice a mineral farming operation or actually, I should say, the mineral farming operation notices them. And they he blows up the crew that he's using to farm these minerals to, like, hide what's going on and, like, maybe try and knock this sub out so that it doesn't, they don't, like, get discovered. But they live. And 
I have so many questions with this I, thing. I, I mean... Okay, so yeah. how, number one, how do they get all of that down there? And how do they build this thing without getting attacked by these these megalodons or these other creatures that are there? Megs. How does this even happen? Movie magic. <laughs> Movie magic. I mean, because some of them, some of those creatures respond to noise. Some respond right. to light. Right. Well, and the sharks will definitely how, respond to sound. That's what they do. How are you? How are you doing this? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that it's an important thing. I think we just—it's one of those things. Got to go with it. Let it go. I You're Elsa. I know, but my brain's starting to like. Nope. like no, no, no. I feel like after so many times, my brain was just getting stuck with it. Well, now wait a minute. You're Elsa. Now wait a minute. You're now Elsa. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, no. You're Elsa. You're Elsa. Let it go. Right. Let it go. Yep. Yep. So the sub is disabled, and they call for help to send another sub down and come mm-hmm. get them. But the it turns out the sub that's up on the rig that they're diving from is has been sabotaged. It is not going to work. Mm-hmm. So they come up with the brilliant idea to put on these exosuits that Juming was trying out and walk across the ocean floor to the station that they saw. And what you expect to happen starts to happen. They start getting picked off. One of the characters mask gets cracked and is starting to crack more, which means that that character will die in a horrible implosion. Sound familiar. If they're not like depressurized soon enough. So they amidst the attack of the sea creatures, they managed to get into this, base where this Montez guy was and as they're trying to depressurize get the door closed and depressurize it's just not fast enough and that person does implode and you hear a yeah and that's about it so it seems to me like the rest of them should have though too out out walking i don't think it's possible that they should be able to walk on definitely the floor like that you know definitely <laughs> one of them should but he's not going to i'll give you three guesses who it is not you the audience so but again let's just let it go gotta let it go you gotta you gotta elsa it let it go let it go so they l- go through the station. They're trying to find a way out for help. They find that they have these uh, these escape pods or whatever. And while they're there, they find out that Jess, the new person that they had brought in, funny, right? The new person is a turncoat. The new person was actually working with Montez and his crew and the person that was funding Montez. So she actually like disengages all the escape pods so they can't get out. Mm-hmm. However, and this is it, right? This is where we're going to, this is where we're going to have to disbelief or suspend disbelief. This is where we're going to have to suspend disbelief. So the solution is to get to another sub that's on the other side of the station, but it's outside of the station and they don't have access to it. (laughs) They have to get outside, but now all of their suits are actually not work not not going to work they can't use their suits they're damaged 
So the solution is for Jonas to get all of the air out of his sinuses so that he can pressurize, <laughs> which I think is scientifically accurate, yeah, but not that deep. I guarantee you not that deep. <laughs> I was going to say, you're you're deeper than like the normal ocean floor at this point. Any, I, I mean, <laughs> f- and there's an actual quote from the, here's an actual quote from the movie. Fish don't need swimsuit or uh, dive dive suits to live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. But so Jonas makes his way over to the other sub, and he almost passes out, right? But you know he's not going to. Right. Then he gets caught by Montez. Now you're probably wondering what I was wondering at this point. Where the fuck are the sharks? Yeah. This is the Meg, right? The Meg 2? Where are they? They have those special lights, so they are not attracted to it right now. We go through an hour of this movie, and we barely get any shark action. So they use that sub to make it back up to the, I think it's called the Mana 1, or Mana 1, which is like their station that they were diving off of. But there's a whole bunch of mercenaries there that that they have to have like gunfights with and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's gunfights going on over there. And then the three Megs start heading towards the station. Now we've got sharks. Right. Now the Megs came up because they exploded the station yes, underneath. Yes, that's right. Yeah, they blew and, up the station. And so that made this huge, like, thermal heat something or what other through <laughs> the... What that? What's that called? The trench layer or whatever uh, the hell it is? We're going to call it trench layer because I don't Anyways, know what it's called. Anyways, now creatures can come through. Right, including a gigantic octopus. Yeah. So, yeah, now we've got creatures up in our neck of the woods. Right. And so now the the remaining crew, our remaining crew, which is DJ, Mac, Jonas, Zhuming, Miang, mm-hmm. and somebody That's else, it, right? Isn't there the one woman that wasn't going to shoot him? Oh, yeah, yeah. There is a lady there, too. Whatever that lady's yep. name is, she yep, was in there, there, is too. a lady there, too. So they get into, a, like, a raft, like a dinghy, right? Mm-hmm. And they make off. Well, they, they're, but they're worried because the sharks are going to get attracted to the sound, so they use oars, and they're like, don't look like food. <laughs> <You know? laughs> don't look like food. DJ's like, I know we look like food. I like DJ in this movie, yeah. too. He's yeah. He's good. He's good. He was very funny. He's the comedic relief. <laughs> the uh, yeah. the uh, mercenaries follow them in another dinghy, but they're dumb enough to use the motor, and they get eaten by uh, one of the megs. And somehow the people yelling from this giant rig over the boat motor, they can hear them yelling for some yeah. reason. Yeah. 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 So th- at this point, the crew starts making their way towards an island resort, which is translated to Fun Island. That looked like a cool place to go. It looked like a fun island to me. I'll yeah, tell you it that did. Much. It did. Yeah, definitely. I would t- totally go without the Megs there. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I'm sure there's not Megs. There. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there isn't either. Or prehistoric I, dinosaur-like I, things. Okay, I'm going to say, okay, I'm like 90% sure there's not Megs there. Because, I mean, we haven't explored all of the ocean. Who the fuck knows? Right. I would say 90% sure. There could be a giant octopus there, though. That is true. That's true. I, I have suppose. seen pictures of these big squid things out there. They look a little terrifying. Squid and octopus are totally different creatures. I know, so. but I, I'm just saying because there's those, there could be giant octopus. Too. Oh, I you see what you're saying. I see what you're saying there. Okay, sure. So the they get to the island, and 
Jonas makes these harpoons that you can use to poison the Megs, but Montez arrives at the island and starts going after the remaining crew. But that's when the monsters start attacking. Mm-hmm. Starting with a tour boat getting pulled under by a giant squid, and then the little snapper guys, they come after them too. Mm-hmm. Where did they come from? They came up from that thing too. Jesus Christ. Like they're all of a sudden just there. They're yeah. there, yeah. right? Like did the Megs coordinate this? How did all these monsters end up in the same spot? Well, yeah, because you would think because the Megs usually eat those other like four-legged things... They yeah. would go in the opposite direction. Maybe the little maybe the little snapper guys were like, look, I've got a deal for you. I know about this island. <laughs> you could have all the chum you need. And you just let us go. And we'll get you there. Maybe that's what it was. I would buy it. I would buy that. So there's a huge fight. They're fighting the little dinosaur things. They're fighting the squid. They're fighting the megs. They're fighting the mercenaries. Jonas manages to, he takes a jet ski. He takes a jet ski out to distract the Megs. <laughs> takes them out into the deep water and is like doing all, there's all these stunts where like <laughs> they hook the camera to the front of the boat, the front of the jet ski, and it's like doing flips and shit. It's great. Yeah. It's actually pretty funny. Surfing and, down big waves and stuff with a right, thing. <laughs> yeah, he's like, sir, he's like, yeah, man, this guy's like totally getting some gnarly waves, man. <laughs> anyway, he manages to take out one of the Megs with his explosive harpoon. And the, but when he goes after the next one, Montez is onto him. He's after him. So now they're, they're into another fight. Jonas ends up feeding Montez to one of the Megs, which I thought was pretty funny because, like, they're on this pier, which, again, means shallowish water, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not deep enough for a gigantic fucking Meg to right. be swimming around in, right? Are big. Right. Um, <laughs> he kicks him off of this thing, off of the off this pier, and the Meg jumps up and grabs him. It's like they're at SeaWorld or something, yeah. <laughs> and he's part of the show. Ta-da. I thought it was pretty funny, honestly. <laughs> the uh, the squid is still attacking the resort, and Juming goes there and like tr- makes this bomb, and he he sticks it onto the squid's side. It, like one of the sh- one of the Megs ends up fighting the shark or fighting the squid, mm-hmm. maybe to help. I don't know. Like, are we supposed to believe that the sh- the Meg that was in captivity? I think its name is Haki. Haki. What is is Haki defending? Ming? No, I think I think it sees food and is going after food. But it wasn't going after it before. They were teaming up. I think there was just so many people and so much splashing. I think you're just supposed to be like, oh, they're just going after whatever's happening. Uh, I feel like. This but then would be... it was bleeding. The squid was bleeding. Oh, so then the shark yeah. would have been attracted to the oh, blood. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. But I feel like this is like... Frankenstein and the Wolfman are like, let's team up. And then all of a sudden the Wolfman's like, yeah, let's team up. And then they get halfway through the movie and Wolfman's like, fuck you, Frankenstein, and just eats him. That's what it seems like to me. Can't control the urge. I guess. So then, so you know, all these 
like the even the big bad woman i can't remember her name but she I shows up and she, like she gets eaten by these these little snapper guys in mm-hmm. the helicopter they're gonna try which and reminded me of jurassic park right with right was it newman's is, is that his name newman no he's that's the seinfeld name what the hell is his name in there nedry nedry thank you newman isn't that his name in seinfeld yes okay which is weird because I, I didn't watch that show a lot. But Nedry, that is how he met his end in Jurassic Park. Yes. So Zhuming and Mac, I think it is, they grabbed the helicopter that this woman had arrived in. Mm-hmm. And they try to rescue or they try to drag the, what is it? What were they after? They were trying to get, they were trying to get rid of the squid. This was all part of the squid thing. And then... That that chopper know, crashes. Mucky in the end here. Yeah, the chopper happening. crashes though, and you end up with like one of the prop, one of the propeller blades mm-hmm. sticking kind of like out of the water on a on like a rock out in the ocean. And Jonas jaws twos it. Mm-hmm. He takes the thing and he smacks it into the water a few times to get the shark's attention. And the Meg comes after it. He sticks the thing straight up, and the Meg jumps up and impales it right mm-hmm. through the mouth and into its tiny little prehistoric brain. And then Jonas Mack and Juming swim back to land, but Haki starts coming after him. And Juming uses the device to get her to swim around him. That little that little mm-hmm. thing. I think they tried to play it like it wasn't gonna do that, but they set it up. Of course it's gonna yeah. swim around, right? Yeah. It's at the end of the movie at this point. Everything else is resolved. What right. what are you gonna just kill him now? They're not gonna <laughs> do that. They don't have the balls. You don't have the balls. <laughs> that would have been a good way to do it though. I would have done that. So they end up back on the beach, and Zhu Ming suggests that Haki, or Haki, 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 I don't know, whatever, the shark got out of its enclosure because it was mating season. And he thinks she's pregnant now. And that's kind of the end of it. The, the end. Well, no, not really, is it? They're going to keep doing their... No, there wasn't, there wasn't an end, end credit Mm-mm. scene, was there? No, that was it. The end. They do have drinks. So we have, at the end, we have Mei Ying, DJ, Mac, Zhuming, and Jonas. And the other nameless lady who didn't want to shoot Jonas. The what main, is that woman's name? The main people again. I, yeah. I don't know. I was even looking in here and I'm like, man, I don't recognize this person. She was so inconsequential. Like, she barely mattered. Her big thing was to not shoot Jonas. Mm-hmm. If whatever. So... That's the end of the movie. Notes, my notes are, are <laughs> I thought somebody was going to fight a shark in that suit by the end of the, by the, end of the movie. <laughs> the way they were setting that shit up, I was like, they're yeah. going to have somebody fight that shark. I swear to you. And I have like, all, most of my notes are basically like, oh, this is Jaws 2. Oh, this is Jaws 3. Oh, this is Avatar because they're going after this mineral that they don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Unobtainium, mm-hmm. right? That's what it yeah. is, right? Well, yeah, whatever. I knew there was a mole right off the bat. <laughs> my, one of my notes was crushed like a billionaire in a sub. Oh, no. And yeah. They also had a couple of like cliche moments where like, one of the characters says, that was easy. And the other character says, yeah, too easy. Like, you know, it's quiet. Too, too quiet. quiet. <laughs> you know, that whole and thing. And now we rebuild. We, you know, we also, get, <laughs> we also get some shades of piranha 
in this movie. Do you remember the movie Piranha? I had you watch it with me a while uh-huh. ago. Do you remember that, like, after it lay, after the Piranha escaped that lake, they went up that river to that little, like, resort area, and that's where they started attacking all those people? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happens here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's, I, I, I appreciated that they made a lot of references to other movies of this genre or of this ilk. One thing I have a question about, though, and I was hoping maybe you could answer me. Why is the American Coast Guard responding to an obviously Asian island? No idea. I don't know. Because <laughs> that's the American Coast Guard that shows up. The U.S. Coast Guard shows up. Weird to me. Anyway, notes. Do you have anything that you want to add? I have one note. One note? That's it? This is the most expensive shark movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good note, right? Yeah, there, there isn't a lot out here, and you mentioned this. You want to talk about why there's not a lot out there? Yeah, so usually when I do research for kind of behind-the-scenes type stuff that I mm-hmm. try and bring to the podcast, I watch different interviews with the directors and the actors and stuff like that. And, you know, with this, the strike going on, there's just not movie promotion stuff going on. Mm. So I really wasn't finding much of anything. I found a couple little things, but nothing that was usually you find like good, like, Oh yeah. I remember when we were filming this and blah, 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 you know, you find stuff like that, but I just wasn't finding a whole lot. And I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that's why is we're kind of in this, situation here where that stuff's just not happening right now so so i wasn't able to find a whole lot so i apologize i did want to point out a couple of things here the director is not the same director from the first movie the writers however are same writers different director okay yeah okay so if we don't have any other notes so oh wait okay hold on they make mention They find the biggest Meg they've ever seen kind of early in the movie when they head Mm -hmm. down to the trench. Mm -hmm. And they're like, that's the apex predator. Is My understanding is that an apex predator is a species that feeds on the other creatures below it. That's the apex predator, right? Mm -hmm. Not one individual. (laughs) So I don't know if this is right or wrong, but... It seems to me that they're misusing the term apex predator. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also, it doesn't really come back again. Like, I feel like they were trying to set that one up to be some kind of special big bad moment. But I couldn't even tell them apart when you get into it. So why, why, why is... Why does that matter? Why did they say that? They do They do set them apart because one of them is all scarred up, and it's this guy. It's mm. this big, the biggest one, right? Mm-hmm. But there's never any other mention of, like, oh, it's so huge. I mean, there's maybe reference to it. There's a couple of sh- there's a couple of shots where, like, you're inside the shark's mouth as it's just swallowing people yeah. whole. Yeah. And I was like, that's funny as hell. But I think that's the only other reference we get to the, fa- to the size of this thing. Right. Right? Yeah. I wonder if there was there was some plan to make it make the size more of a factor, and then maybe the third one would be oh it's even bigger you know yeah like I don't I just I just don't know I don't know either. Also, I just thought of something yeah that I wanted to ask. There are parts in here where they close up on the shark's eyes, and the, sometimes the shark 
eyes are flipping up and going white. Right. And sometimes they're black, especially with the pet shark that they have. I I, I don't hikey or whatever it is. Hockey. (laughs) Anyways, are they supposed to say that she's in some kind of trance when it goes white and when it goes black, she's not? Because when he was doing that click thing, at the end, her eyes went from white to black. Right. So, I, I wasn't quite sure I was following what they were trying to tell us there. So the eye roll thing is the only the only the only frame of reference I have for this is Jaws. Okay, there's a line from Quint in the movie Jaws where he says, "When that shark bites into you and those black eyes roll over white." Now I think that when when a shark is in a feeding frenzy, its eye, its eyes roll to white to protect them. Mm. Okay. So, but I don't understand why the eyes were white until it heard the clicker the first time. Or not, no, it went from black to white the first time with the clicker, right? And then the opposite direction at the end. Because at the end, it makes sense. Feeding frenzy, the clicker brings it back. It's like, right. oh wait, I'm awake now. I'm out of this. Right. I'm out of this berserker rage or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Well, no, that actually helps a little bit because I wasn't really sure I was following that. I'm like, are they trying to say these are like some kind of like in trance things or? No, no. I, I think. I but think that, that absolutely just, makes sense. Yeah, me, I think so. that that's just the way mm-hmm. a shark's eyes work. Okay. I guess. Fair enough. So. All right. Okay, so no other notes? Nope, I'm good. None for me either, so let's do our thing. Jen, keep renter a race and tell us why. I feel like if you are someone who can completely, completely <laughs> shut off yeah. that disbelief factor, like if you can suspend all disbelief, I think you can go in and enjoy this movie. Okay, sure. If you have trouble with that, you are going to struggle with this movie because there is lots of stuff through this whole damn movie that just don't make sense. Mm. Okay. So that's part one. Mm -hmm. Part two, I like the shark parts. The part when they were underwater down in the trench and there was all that, you know, inside the mobile, whatever the hell thing it was down there, like that station, and there was just infighting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, eh. You know, I don't know. I, I didn't really need to see all that. I was there to see the sharks. I know, right? Or I was there. To, I mean, even the big octopus thing was cool. Right. I don't know if I needed those four-legged things. I, I feel like you're getting yeah. too much here. That, that's too much. I wanted to see more fighting with the sharks in the water. I mean, like, that was the first one. And I also like them coming up onto land, those <laughs> yeah. mercenaries, and causing fighting there too i think mm-hmm. for me just get rid of the mercenaries yeah i don't want that part of the plot line right i want to see the sharks show me the goddamn sharks yeah, okay yeah. that's what i'm there for i want to see the sharks eating people i want to see them fighting sharks and overcoming this you know crazy monster because that's what this is it's a mm-hmm. monster movie i don't yeah. care about the other crap yeah the other stuff is just noise yeah so i feel like if they could have maybe rewrote it a little bit. But at the same time, it wasn't awful. So I'm going to go with, for me personally, I will probably watch this again. Mm -hmm. 
I do not like it as much as the first one. Yeah. The first one was way better. Sure. This one is okay. So I'm going to go with a low rent for now, which might actually go to a mid rent later, but I don't think it'll ever go over a mid rent for me. Middle of the road or a little bit less for me. Okay. How about you? Definitely a rent. Nowhere near as good as the first movie. And I wasn't, and it's not even for the predictability of it or the picking apart of it. It's just that some of the things that you mentioned really bothered me. The fact that we didn't have a shark for the first two, first hour of this two hour movie. Halfway through, we saw the shark for what, one second, and that's it? Yeah, a couple like, of moments. Yeah. The, like, there's a couple of little scenes with the shark, and it's called the Meg. It's not called, like, the Mercenaries. Mm-hmm. I don't care about this crap. Like you said, get to the shark Show me action. The Show me that. Yeah, you, this is your Jerry Maguire yeah. moment, right? <laughs> Show me the sharkies. But uh, and and okay, and I'll okay, I'll grant you this. Jaws isn't all about a shark. I understand. I understand. But this is not Jaws, man. This is not. You're not making a Spielberg flick here. You're not even going to come close. Lean into the monster movie aspect of it, mm-hmm. like the first one did, and yeah. let's leave this aside. We don't need this. We don't need mm-hmm. the mercenary stuff. Definitely just a rent for me. So. Fair enough. Yep, yep. All right. What are we doing next? Next week, we go back to our Be Kind Rewind, mm-hmm. and we are going to cover Catch Me If You Can. Catch Me If You Can. Now, of course, I saw this in theaters, but hey, you know what? I'll save it. I'll save what I have to say about it for for the next episode but it is a spielberg movie mm-hmm. spielberg movies are near and dear to my heart so mm-hmm. that that should give you enough of a setup for what could come you know what i maybe i'm predictable but i like me some spielberg so <laughs> yeah all right well that'll be it next week right here on the couch tom hanks and leonardo DiCaprio too but whatever <laughs> thanks for listening everybody You've been listening to A View from the Couch, a Space Moose Media podcast. You can interact with our hosts on Twitter by going to twitter.com forward slash view underscore couch. You can also email us at aviewfromthecouch at yahoo.com. If you've enjoyed this episode, please help us get noticed by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or the podcast platform of your choice. Thanks for listening.